Distorted View Daily proudly presents Great Moments in Catching Predators. He's 20-year-old Cody Green, screen name Perfect Buddy Georgia. He's been chatting online with a girl posing as a 13-year-old virgin named Maddie Girl 92. He tells the decoy, I definitely appreciate being your first. Perfect Buddy then sends not one, but eight different pictures of his genitals. See, so I really drove this far for no reason. You drove this far for no reason? Yes, Perfect Buddy says he was really just looking for a friend, nothing more. But then his story seems to change. She said she was 13. She did. I'm sorry, sir. I have interest in younger girls. That has just been a fantasy of mine. A fantasy? Yes, sir. Did you say you are ready to have my thang in your mouth? Yes, sir. What do you mean by that? Are you ready to have my in your mouth? Because she was she was going with it. She was oh, so she wanted it. That's what it it's seemed like fault. to me. It's not her fault at all. She made you come over. I came here for yes, for reasons like that, but if she really didn't want us sir, I swear to you, I would have never tried it. But if she was open to the idea, yes. you would have had sex with a thirteen year old girl. Probably, yeah. I'm sorry, I know you think it's bad, but that's what it is, and that would be probably the cleanest, best pleasure, I would say. The cleanest, best pleasure is to have sex with a 13-year-old girl. Hey, Freaks, it's Friday, January 8th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, I learned what frazzle dripping is. Plus, fresh squeezed versus whipped aerated cum farts. (laughs) Turning your love of sucking titties into a business. Legend of old potato toes. I love mushrooms. My doctor wants to dilate my asshole to the size of a fucking coconut. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniff freak. The vagina is full of AIDS. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Hey, freaks. Welcome to Distorted View Daily. Back for the Friday show. Got a good one for you. Uh, Just another day full of news. If you haven't heard... Donald Trump has officially been banned from Twitter like forever. It's done. All of his tweets have been deleted. There's like no trace of him. He's still on a uh, temporary ban on Facebook. This has got to be driving him insane. This is how he communicates with people. He's been neutered. Uh, So some of you may say, well, he'll just go to that uh, right wing version of Twitter called Parler. Apple is threatening Parler. They're like, look, Parler, you're completely unmoderated. There's all sorts of weird, probably illegal shit being posted by your nut job users. We can't have the Parler app in our app store. So Apple is getting ready to um, ban the Parler app and Google will probably follow. Now, you may be surprised um, to learn that I am actually against Donald Trump being banned from Twitter, not because of, you know, First Amendment issues or that I support him or anything like that. No, no, I'm concerned. He's got nowhere else to turn. He's going to start a podcast or like an email newsletter. And the last thing this country needs right now is another podcast. We're chock full of them. We got too many. We need to call the herd. What's really upsetting me right now is, you know, there's been all this news. People stormed on Capitol Hill. They breached Congress. Trump just got banned from Twitter and not a peep from Mead Skelton. I'm watching his YouTube channel. I'm like, 
Come on. I know you've got something to say. Post a new video, you freak. And he's not doing it. He's being oddly quiet, eerily quiet. Probably like renting a U-Haul and packing it full of fucking fertilizer or something. Make a little trip to Washington, D.C. Who knows what Mead is up to? Maybe his father like um, disconnected the internet. He's too afraid of what Mead would do. If you see Mead in the Discord or something, gently urge him um, to produce a new video. We need to hear what's on his mind. Hey, I I don't want to be too political today. (laughs) I know that's why many of you turn to Distorted View Daily, but aren't we all exhausted from the news? But I did want to feature one piece of audio. This is an interview with that dude who stormed Congress. And you know what guy I'm talking about. He's the one that was shirtless, but wearing fur, face painted, horns on his head. He refers to himself as the QAnon shaman or Yellowstone wolf. And as you might suspect, he's got a lot to say. Can I get your thoughts? Sure. What? What do you have to say to those people who already accepted Biden as president? Um, All I have to say to people that already accepted Biden as president is that you are choosing to be a victim of what is called neuro-linguistic programming. It is a MKUltra psychological warfare technique. Yes, exactly. It's it's exactly what I thought he would say. Where they combine frequencies that affect the brain with propaganda and trigger words to get people to be what is called compartmentalized into a propagandized perspective of reality that they control. It's mass mind control. That way they can gear the populations for warfare. It's based on MKUltra stuff that we got from Operation Paperclip with the Nazis. We've been featuring people like him on DV for years. Do you you think the Clintons are in on it? Okay. What a dumb question. What do you think he's going to say? The Clintons are a part of the cabal. You see, the military-industrial complex is divided into two factions. One faction is known as the cabal. That's the Satanists and the communists, the fascists, okay? The other side is the alliance. He's just pulling this from Star Wars now. One side is the rebellion. The other is the alliance. Hillary Clinton was trying to build a Death Star. Those are the patriots in our republic, the people that believe in the Constitution, believe in freedom, believe in God. Okay, so these two warring factions have been going at it for quite some time. Hillary Clinton is a part of the cabal. Duh, of course. Now, I know the first reaction I'm going to get from that is, what are your sources? Or or just in general. Okay, well, when it comes to Hillary Clinton, all you have to do is look into the emails Mm -hmm. and the way that she's involved in spirit cooking with Marina Amrabamovic, who's a known satanic witch. Hillary Clinton is a satanic witch, okay? All you have to do is say the word frazzle drip, okay? You don't, people don't want to look it up because it's so disgusting, okay? Frazzle drip. Frazzle drip. What is that? I really don't want to talk about it because it's so disgusting. All right, hold on a second, freaks. I have never once heard the term <laughs> frazzled drip. Oh, apparently this is a known thing because Newsweek has even um, covered this. What is frazzled drip? The frazzled drip conspiracy theory is primarily inspired by a video that doesn't exist. Sounds about right. <laughs> We've all just gone full retard in this country. According to believers, a dark web snuff film. depicts Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton and longtime aide Uma Abedin sexually assaulting and murdering a young girl. (laughs) They then (laughs) also cut off and wear the girl's face. Freaks, your mission, should you choose to accept it, 
is to find a Sextastic Tuesday fanfic story that involves frazzle dip. I want a story about Hillary Clinton fucking Uma after they ripped off the faces of little children. I want them to be wearing the bloody child faces as they're going down on one another. Like Hillary sticking her tongue out of her mouth through the child mask mouth right into Huma's pussy. There's a slight chance this type of fan fiction does not exist. In that case, maybe one of you freaks would be kind enough to, to write a short story. Going on uh, regarding Frazzled Trip, uh, politicians, celebrities, and other lead figures were sexually abusing or consuming the remains of children, often in satanic rituals. The claims echo and often cite the discredited Pizzagate conspiracy. And we all know about that. Wow, that is um, fascinating. So that's, the, that's one of the guys who stormed the Capitol building, and it all just makes sense. You look at him and you say, that is someone who believes in frazzle drippings. <laughs> All right, moving on. Hey, I've been getting a bunch of feedback from you freaks like I asked. Thank you so much for everyone who took the time to write a message or call into the voicemail line just saying, you know, what your favorite part of DV is. Give me an idea of what I should be doing more of, you know, getting a little bit of feedback. Someone who messaged me today, I'm sorry I don't have your name in front of me. Also, you probably don't want me to reveal who you are after I say what I'm about to say um you know uh, wrote a nice email and then at the end said oh by the way you know what you should play more of uh cum farts haven't heard some good cum farts lately even though I I say like oh you know we we play a lot of cum farts on the show I apparently haven't been playing a lot so uh today I have a few this is this is just for the person that emailed me uh I have a video here entitled volcano ass eruption I love 30 seconds ago, we were just talking about the attack in the Capitol building, and I have since gracefully and quickly moved on to cum farts. That's how Distorted View Daily works. Uh, it's fast and furious, much like this cum fart. So uh, in this video, two guys blow their loads deep in her ass, and then she, uh, you know, she does what the video suggests. Show us this is the second guy loading in her. Shit the come out, baby. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, baby. I've noticed something about cum farts. I've studied cum farts. Like, all right, if one guy comes in a girl's asshole and she shits it out, it, it comes out gloopy, wet, and juicy, right? It's like, like a fart, right? But if two guys come in an asshole, ah, 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 it comes out way more frothy and bubbly, almost like carbonated jizz. And the reason for that is I think what happens is, you know, the first guy comes in her asshole. She's got that sloshing around in there. And then, you know, the second dick enters and starts pumping it. It's whipping up that jizz that's in her butthole. It's frothing it. It's creating a, 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 a semen latte, if you will. Is that they were taking specimens of male semen and they were putting it in the blends of their, their uh, lattes. Pastor Manning's pronunciation of latte is one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. When I'm old and senile, suffering from dementia or whatever, that will remain in my head. 
That's never going anywhere. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be like one of those people who can't really speak. Like I can't put together sentences. When the nurse asks me how I'm doing, I'll just say, semen latte, semen latte, lattes, over and over and over. That's the one thing I'll be repeating until I die. That might be the last thing I ever say. If I have kids, you know, they'll be holding my hand and I'll turn to them and say, semen latte. And then I'll, uh, I'll die. And for the rest of their lives, they're going to be consumed with semen lattes. What does that mean? Code for something. Like Rosebud. All right, we're not done with this cum fart yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, baby. That's- I love when the cum, it just, it won't just fall out of her asshole. It's just bubbling around her hole. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, extra, man. You gonna taste that cum, baby? Of course she's gonna taste that cum. She gets on all fours and she starts licking and lapping that cum right off the floor like a dog. No, no, baby. What the fucking cum, baby? Oh, yeah. Come on, slurp it up. Slurp it like little spaghetti. Yeah, baby. Yeah. God. I do have one more cum fart to share with the class. It's show and tell. It's Friday. In this clip, uh, a man is fisting his wife. Hear the hand go in here, right? Yeah. That's the sound of someone enjoying being fisted. In the shit pipe. Spread your ass. Spread it. Shortly after we see the aftermath, the fisting has produced a uh, just a huge hole that won't close. It's a beautiful cave. Yes. It's beautiful. Well, Beauty apparently is in the eye of the Befister. Okay, everybody, look at that beautiful shit pipe. Nice and open. <laughs> what is the criteria that makes a shit pipe beautiful? I guess it's subjective. Uh, eventually, he comes in her gaping hole. sounds like a washing machine's agitator but okay so he blows his load into her and then wants her to push it out mm, it nice. like a cake or something mm. oh that came out nice push it out. to push out uh, cum when, when your asshole's gaping, right? Mm, good girl. She's doing her best. There you go. Just a few cum farts for your Friday. Hey, I thought we would check in with African broadcast television. Why the hell not, right? So we've got a talk show here, a man being interviewed about his new business venture. For license myself, Yasechi, some time ago, to start a breast-sucking consultancy. And I'm, I'm sorry, did you say a breast-sucking consultancy? This man is a genius. 
assuming he can give a woman a good enough reason that she would need her breast sucked. This is a million-dollar venture, and he's going to love what he does. I'm sure he's very passionate about this project. Myself, Yasechi, some time ago, to start a breast-sucking consultancy, and they did it in my ass. Who mind you? What did he say about eating ass? Eating my ass. Eating my consultancy, and they did it in my ass. It, so, he sucks women's titties, and then they suck his asshole? And and women have to pay for this privilege? A breast-sucking consultancy, and they did it in my ass. Who mind you? Oh, no, but it's, it's something I want to do. You want to, you want to start a what? A breast-sucking consultancy? Because we understand. We, we, we had a... There was a research that when you when your nipple is sucked constantly, it doesn't give chance for the brooding of cancer in the breast. Oh. So we're seeing that it keeps the breast tender, doesn't give the tumors the chance to form on the on the titties. The breast. So we're seeing that people like you and people like Getty, those who have breasts and those who don't have, we're just going to create holes with foam in it. Nobody will see your face. But all you come to do is that you come and drop your breast out of the hole, and there's somebody behind. <laughs> they don't do anything. They're only sucking cancer out of their breast. And your man behind you, you're not supposed to erect. You're not supposed to ejaculate. If you erect, you pay extra for what you did. But we also had in mind that... Wait, wait, a, wait a second. If the man who is hired to suck the tits jerks off and comes, right? If he starts to pleasure himself, he gets charged extra. You pay extra <laughs> for what you did. But we also had a mind in mind that in case you want Rosalie to just suck the breast, just give us the name. The day you come, they will bring you to. So you you don't even know who is sucking, but the person will suck in peace. And it's all about. That gives women uh, peace of mind, not knowing who is sucking their tits. You can't see them. You just basically plop your breast through a hole in the wall. It's a it's a titty glory hole. Don't even know who is sucking, but the person will suck in peace. And it's all about cancer, trying to eradicate cancer. And they didn't give us the license, but I believe one day, the way people are pushing for licenses, you know, we one day they'll give me that license, and this country will feel will feel it. A nation of women will collectively feel a tongue and lips around their tits. This is my promise to you. <laughs> Moving on, have you heard of the case of uh, the woman who was uh, convinced a black man stole her cell phone? And so she, she pretty much tackled this guy. He was just trying to leave the hotel where they were staying. He didn't know this broad, but, uh, you know, he's black, so he's probably guilty of something. What are the odds that he would have an iPhone and she would have an iPhone? It was only like 12 billion of those things sold every year. Show me that's not my phone. Show me, no. You don't have to explain nothing to her. Take the case off, that's mine. Literally get it back, please. Are you kidding me? That, that's her phone. It's just his case on it, which is weird. So he finds this, this girl with an iPhone, like an iPhone 11 or something, decides to steal it, and he just happens to have an iPhone 11 case that, that he can put on it. Literally get it back, please. Are you kidding me? You feel like there's only one one iPhone made in the world? No, okay, then show me the show No, me my you get, get a light over yeah, there. No, What's on your background? You better go use find, find My iPhone. Go yeah, do that. Yeah. Find My iPhone is off. Can, on that me, no. Well, whose fucking fault is that? At some point, you got to take some personal responsibility. Apple makes it so easy <laughs> for you to track your fucking phone. The only thing you have to do 
is press a button to activate a slider to go from off to on. You're like, find my phone. Enable. No, no, you can't. No. I'm the manager of the hotel. I don't care. He will right now. Hey, Didn't you see me just come downstairs out of the fucking elevator? I'm trying to help. Man. No, but you're not helping. I what am. you've been is disrespectful. No, I'm trying to settle the no. situation. We, I'm, I'm my son has that. nothing to do with her. No. I'm trying to figure yeah, out what's going on in the lobby. Show, then show me the proof. No. He's not leaving. Show me the proof. Why do I have to prove to you that I didn't steal your phone? You're accusing me. Prove that I did steal the phone. Cunt. Show me the proof. You better get on. I need to get away. Let's go, kid. I need to get away. I'm sorry. She's calming they down now. Thank God. We have what you, you, see, you see two black people. No, I'm not letting him walk away with my phone. Sorry, I thought she was calming down. No. Better get on somewhere. No, please get my phone back. I can't. I cannot. Don't have my phone. Get your ass off. Nothing to her. She's like charging after them, tackling them. Needless to say, it was later revealed that this black teen did not steal her phone. Uh, we have an update. So th- this happened, I think, uh, towards the end of December. Uh, we're now in you know early January, so there's an update. CBS this morning is running a story uh, on the arrest of this woman. Hotel surveillance video shows the 22-year-old woman tackling Keon Jr. Now, yes. he never had the phone. It turned up several minutes later at the hotel. <laughs> New York City. She's like in her room where she was staying, like under the pillow of her bed or like <laughs> under a nightstand or something, you know. Normal places where phones would fall or you'd forget about them. Shows the 22-year-old. It's just easier to blame black people, though, honestly. She was contacted at a traffic stop in Ventura County near Los Angeles. Officials say that police had to pull her out of the car when she refused to get out. Oh, she was uncooperative? That's so out of uh, character for her. So CBS actually conducted an interview with this girl before she got arrested, and, um... She behaves exactly like you'd expect. Mia, help me understand. What made you think that Keon had your phone? That's why I'm confused. Why did you think? Mainly the color of his skin uh, and a hunch. He had it. I was approaching the the people that had been exiting the hotel because in my mind, anybody exiting is probably the one that might be the one that is trying to steal my phone. You can't argue with that logic. This really is a perfect example of a bitch who thinks the world revolves around her. Why else would someone leave a hotel unless they're trying to flee after stealing my stuff? I consider myself to be super sweet. I really never, ever met. I've got such a big heart, y'all. That's what everyone says about me. They're like, you're so sweet. And it's true. I'm probably like the most caring person you'll ever meet. And I will only call someone the N-word if I know they have stolen from me. I really never, ever meant for it to, like, hurt him or his... You tackled him! The video we saw, it looked like you had just attacked his son. Yeah, the footage shows me attacking his son of attacking him how yelling at him yes okay i apologize can we move on i know you're saying i don't need to i just want to apologize but i do think that there should be some context to your actions that day okay so basically i'm i'm a 22 year old girl i am i i don't i racism uh is i i how is one girl accusing a guy about a phone a crime she's doing a good job clearing her name 
really explaining her side of the story. You're, you're saying, look, I'm 22 years old. You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say you're 22. I get, I get it. Enough. The hotel enough. did have my phone. Ooh, you do not tell Gail King enough. She did that thing with her hand, like, shut up, Gail King. That's enough. By the way, the hotel did have my phone. Yeah, because that's where you lost it. No one had it. The hotel found it. All right. Uh, so there you go. This girl, I guess, got arrested. Couldn't happen to a nicer twat. I did want to mention real quick before we get into the news, Bobenstein uh, reminded me of this. I knew about it, but unfortunately, uh, full episodes of a, a new TV show that I was hotly anticipating uh, have not made their way online. Frankie McDonald, you know, <laughs> the retarded weatherman. <laughs> Here he is laughing. <laughs> Having a good time. He apparently got his own television show. I think it's on like some sort of cable access channel. It's uh, him and another special friend uh, hosting a program where they do interviews with like celebrities. Now, while I do not have the full episodes, I do have a few promos. And this is the crazy thing. Frankie McDonald is known for the, doing the weather, right? This is Frankie McDonald. And it's going to be snowy outside. Order your Chinese food now. You know, like he, he's that guy. And none of the promos does he talk about the weather. You'd think that would be a prominent segment of the show. Here is a clip from the premiere episode. This is a promo for the premiere episode of The Dylan and Frankie Show. Tune in to the premiere of The Dylan and Frankie Show. That's Dylan. We talk with actor Jeremy Schinder about his musical side, Erica Katz. Talks about growing up in an industry. And Scott Winters has a shindering hobby. Okay, hold on a second here. The... the, (laughs) They're having, they're having Frankie McDonald read stuff, and I I feel like that's a mistake. There's a a couple issues with Frankie's read. First of all, he doesn't recognize periods, like when one sentence ends and another starts. He literally says, "We're gonna talk with Jeremy Schindler about his musical side." Erica Katz is gonna, you know, like he he just keeps running, it running, even though that there's a there's a pause there. You're done talking about Jeremy. Now we're gonna talk about Erica Katz. It's all one run-on thing. We talk with actor Jeremy Schinder about his musical side, Erica Katz. Talks about growing up in an industry. And then there's this. I, I, I've I've heard it about seven times. I can't decipher it. And Scott Winters has a shindering hobby. A shindering... A what? A shindering hobby. A what? <laughs> has a shindering hobby. A hobby? Tune in to the premiere of the Dylan and Frankie show coming to Cable 14. Well, if you're in Canada, check out Cable 14. So that was the January 7th show. Uh, they were back the next week with episode two. Watch a new episode of the Dylan and Frankie show Thursday at 6 p.m. We chat with comedian Todd Berry about walking on Sesame Street. <laughs> But everyone wants to know about Todd Berry. How was your time on Sesame Street? Maggie Wagno. Could you tell if Big Bird is still struggling with his coke addiction? And is Elmo a big diva on set? Maggie Wagno talks about working with her family and the industry. Sam Cook shares what it was like 
entering New York and making Kavlar shows. Trying not to be a dick here, but uh, I can't understand about 50% of what they're saying. I think he's talking about Kevlar. Kevlar vests? Frankie, her own bobblehead. Oh. Watch Thursday at 6 p.m. on Cable 40 and Cable40.com. Oh, maybe I can watch this online. Maybe they have an archive over there at Cable14.com. I'll have to check that out. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news. Daily, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That's DV's member site where you get full access to the entire archive of programs. Uh, 16 plus years worth of this nonsense. Yeah, this is year 17 of DV now. Uh, there are thousands of shows in the archives. More importantly, every week we do new programs just for Sideshow members. Yesterday we did a Sideshow exclusive podcast and uh, on Tuesday we did another one. Usually we do about uh, two or three Sideshow exclusive podcasts a week. Occasionally, we run uh, uh, short series that are just Sideshow exclusive. Last year, I did uh, about 10 episodes of a video series called Uncut. You watch all of those on the Sideshow. So it's it's a fun thing. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Check it out. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the program. Easy peasy Patreon. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. There are some perks, like if you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will fast track your calls. Get a, you know, I'll play them like the next day or the same day. Um, so check that out, patreon.com slash distorted view. And finally, the DV store is still open, chock full of merchandise. Uh, uh, store.distortedview.com. That's the uh, address there. All right, three very quick stories now for stuff. Ireland state broadcaster RTE has apologized after an outcry over a television comedy sketch that depicted God as a rapist. Yeah, I would love to rape a rooster. I know, Jason, this is different. You now, if you think about it, God is omnipotent. And even though he gave us free will, he could still make us do stuff. He allows there to be rape in the world. And, you know, he's watching from up above in heaven. He's watching these people get raped. It's not that much of a stretch to say that God is a rapist if you follow that line of thinking. There have been flimsier premises when it comes to accusations. A countdown show on New Year's Eve included a mock news report about God being the latest prominent figure implicated in a sexual harassment scandal. Not a bad idea uh, for a bit, right? Quote, the five billion year old stood accused of forcing himself on a young Middle Eastern migrant and allegedly impregnated her against her will before being sentenced to two years in prison with the last 24 months suspended. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Uh, the newsreader said uh, he added following the news, movie producer Harvey Weinstein requested a retrial in Ireland. It was only a 23-second segment, but still people lost their mind over there. The 23-second segment by Waterford Whisper News, a satirical news website, prompted more than a 1,000 complaints to RTE. Condemnation by Ireland's Catholic primate archbishop, the monkey. Is that what those people are called? I understand. Like, I've heard of archbishops before, but a primate archbishop? Okay. Uh, I'm in Martin. 
this outrageous clip should be removed immediately and denounced by all people of goodwill, he tweeted, to broadcast such a deeply offensive and blasphemous clip about God and our blessed Mother Mary during the Christmas season is insulting to all Catholics and Christians. In a statement, RTE apologized and said it would respond to complaints according to statutory rules. It did not promise to remove the sketch from the RTE online player, though. RTE recognizes that matters which can cause offense naturally differ from person to person, within comedy and satire in particular. Having reviewed the feedback and complaints received up to this point, RTE wishes to apologize to those who were offended by the segment. Sounds like they're standing by the sketch, which, again, to me, it sounded like a pretty, pretty funny premise. Kind of pissed off I didn't come up with it. God is a rapist? I mean, come on. The group Atheist Ireland defended the broadcaster's right to transmit material deemed offensive and cited a 2018 referendum that removed a prohibition on blasphemy from the Constitution. Last prosecution for blasphemy in Ireland was in 1855, you know, a long time ago, when a priest who accidentally burned a Bible, accidentally burned a Bible, was prosecuted, but later acquitted. There was a case in 2015. Police investigated comments made by Stephen Fry on television in which the comedian described God as capricious, mean-minded, and utter maniac. Whoa! Watch your language there, sir. Uh, The investigation was dropped after deciding insufficient numbers of people had been outraged. Once a deeply conservative society in the thrall to the Catholic Church, Ireland has in recent years turned secular and more liberal with the legalization of gay marriage and abortion. Ireland has come pretty far pretty fast, you know, legalizing gay marriage. Women are having abortions left and right. Now we're calling God a fucking rapist. Add whores and drugs to the mix and I'm there. I will move this show to Ireland. All right, uh, next up. Oh, looky here. We've got a new story from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. All right, we got one from Mount Dora, Florida. Two men are behind bars after what deputies say was a grave robbery. It's just, it's funny to me that that's still a crime that takes place. People robbing graves. Sounds like something that would happen in like the 17 or 1800s, or maybe like back when pharaohs were uh, encased in pyramids and shit. The pyramids were packed with jewels and all sorts of uh, riches. What the hell are most people buried with? Like they're just, they're wearing a suit. What are you stealing a dead person's shoes? How hard up for money are you people? Two men are behind bars after what deputies say was a grave robbery for ritualistic purposes. Oh, okay. You know what another word for ritualistic is? Religious. They were practicing their religion. This is how I would defend them if I was their lawyer. All right. Yes. uh, So for ritualistic purposes, they they had to uh, rob a grave. They targeted veterans burial sites because the spirit, you see, is much stronger in a hero, according to these two loons. Yeah, they were trying to rob the graves of these dead people, but they were also complimenting them. And these guys have strong spirits. They're heroes. Listen to them. 
buttering up the corpses. The men, that's also a good way to get a corpse out of a tight casket. You butter them up. I don't know. I'm retarded. The men, 43-year-old Brian Montalvo Tolentino. Okay, well, we're just going to keep going with names here. Brian Montalvo. Ah, fuck it. Brian Montalvo Tolentino and 39-year-old Juan Lopez. They were arrested in Polk County after deputies said they broke into four separate graves and took body parts ah, from each person inside. You couldn't get all the body parts from one corpse. Maybe they needed some like four noses or, or maybe like four left arms. I don't know. I don't know what the ritual called for. The Lake County Sheriff's Office said the vandals attempted to access a fifth grave. The remains were stolen in early December from Edgewood Cemetery. During a news conference on Friday, Polk County Sheriff Brady Judd said that detectives served a search warrant at Lopez's home, where guess what they found? That's right, weird shit that normal non-criminals wouldn't have in their possession. Like, um, seven skulls. The police also found a religious shrine in a shed. As a matter of fact, the sheriff said, quote, we served lots of search warrants, but for the first time that I'm aware of, what we found was a hollow Myombi shrine. Not sure what that is, but he's referring to the ritualistic altar. Before the men vandalized the grave sites, Judd said they drank Bacardi rum and spit it on the ground. Then they would smoke a cigar and exhale the smoke. The purpose of that was to protect them from the spirits. Three of the four tombs raided belonged to members of the armed forces. Two were in the army fighting in the Korean War and World War I, while the other was a Marine, still wearing his uniform at the time of the raid. When asked why a hero's grave, Lopez said it was because the spirit is much stronger in a hero than it is a normal person. And also, when you have the skull of a hero, the spirit is not only stronger, but it can protect you from evil. <laughs> this is a good line. When Lopez was questioned, Judd said he referred to cemeteries as holy sites and shopping centers. I'm just going to pick a few things up at the shopping center. Mainly fingers and skulls. He considered the cemetery shopping centers. We didn't say that. He did, Judd said while pointing to Lopez's mugshot. He complained that in the United States, it's difficult in getting human remains to practice his religion. That must be hard for him. Both men were booked into the Polk County Jail on their Lake County warrants. The charges include four counts each of disturbing contents of a grave and abuse of a dead body and one count of disturbing contents of a grave. Additionally, Lopez was charged with buying, selling, and trafficking dead bodies. Oh, he's also got a wholesale corpse business. What an entrepreneur. All right, uh, you can't condemn this in tough enough words, Judd explained. Setting their religious views aside, because I'm not going to attack anyone's religion, their conduct here is reprehensible in the strongest terms. Well, how else are they supposed to get their hands on some real human skulls? They probably didn't want to raid the graves. There's really no other option for them. So stop being so judgmental. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. Oh, this is a stupid one. A suspected human foot not attached to the rest of the body buried in a muddy field uh, actually turned out to be a potato. My name is potato. 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 
another catchy song we found here on Distorted View Daily. Between that and the Alpine White song, my brain has been fried. There, there have been days where I can, I literally can't get those songs out of my head. I hate playing them on the show now because uh, there's always a chance. Like, you know, I play this today. There, there's a chance that it could or it might not be like stuck in my head for the next day and a half, two days. All right. Uh, yes. So a suspected human foot actually just turned out to be a potato. A dog walker in Gateshead sent officers a photograph of what appeared to be a toe poking out of the soil. Take a look at the chapter artwork or the featured image over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksidejo.com if you want to see the potato buried in the mud. And uh, you can, I guess, I guess it does sort of look like a foot. Like, I, I can see where, like, the nail would be. I mean, that would be a huge, I mean, a really big toe. After carrying out the search in the dark with specialist dogs, officers discovered it was just a potato with a mushroom growing next to it. That that must be what the nail is. Police uh, praised the woman for her vigilance and said the call had been made in good faith. Police said the photograph sent on Tuesday when the woman had returned home from her walk in the Winlayton area did show what appeared to be a human foot. Inspector Phil Hamlani said the person who called this in was very concerned. And in the picture she sent to us, the object did look like it could be human remains. It was already dark by the time we got a call, so we had to deploy search teams to track down the scene to rule out any foul play. The search team did have a chuckle when they realized it was a potato, but the call was made in good faith. He urged anyone who finds themselves in a similar situation to call police, adding, if it does turn out to be a vegetable, our police dogs will thank you for the treat. <laughs> a good laugh was had by all. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address, voicemail line. You probably know the number, 206-666-4463. Spell that out. That's 206-660-OHGOD. Oh, God. Call me. Call often. Again, $5 patrons get access to a special voicemail line. You can also find me all over social media, unlike our president, uh, at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Not been kicked off of those platforms yet. I have had a few strikes against me over the years, but until I execute on that um, insurrection I'm planning... And that day will come when we will, we, Distorted View listeners, will storm the Capitol. If only I wasn't so lazy, right? Uh, all right, so let's do a couple voicemails here. we got some patrons checking in. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is uh, back home. Long time caller. First time listener. <laughs> I want to hear that again. What did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, back home. Long time caller. First time uh, listener. Um, yes. So... I know everyone's giving conflicting advice and completely useless advice. No, it's not conflicting. Everyone has a different opinion. I, I think I know what you're talking about, about, like, what they like about the show. To, like, what they like about the show. And, uh, yeah, you're going to get a lot of conflicting advice because I think the real strength of DV is that it's almost like, uh, uh, it seems like the Muppets or, like, the Animaniacs. Like, it's a, it's a variety show. Like, you get a lot, oh. like... You get a lot for free, and you get even more for just a tiny bit of money. Sign up for the Sideshow today. Ding! Uh, personally, before Vlad started, like, 
leaving those incredible voicemails. Yes. The voicemails were in least favorite segment, and now, like, the news, even though, like, I still like it, is the part I look forward to the least. Um, but <sighs> every part of DV is pretty good. I will say, and this is unfortunate, my, my favorite parts tend to be the most produced parts, like when you're doing sense of reenactments right. or songs. Motherfuckers like to see me work. As opposed to just reacting to things. But even then, just reacting to stuff is what costs me skeleton. And that motherfucker <laughs> is like... <laughs> One of my favorite things to come out of this show, yeah. like in a while, He's and something else. you, you were, you were bringing him up like before, like a year before you actually like did a produced like That's song true. about him. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we talked about meat a little bit here and there, just yeah, but now. He's really become a, a focus of mine. Uh, I guess <laughs> really it's just to uh, encourage you to keep. Just to keep fucking that chicken and doing kind of what you want to do, because uh, I think I think this audio format is something that you know well, and it is the perfect sure. thing for you to... Yeah, you know, every once in a while, I'll try to branch out and start doing YouTube videos, and they never really, they never really catch on, and they're a lot more work. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I have this down. You know, I've been doing it for so many years. I'm pretty good at do it. Do what you want. Producing the show. Um, like, I, I know that doesn't really apply to a lot of other mediums, but the po- Plus, I have a face for radio, I know. Uh, this specific podcast medium, I think, is the best possible way for you to do yes. whatever the God, f- I hope podcasts never go away, or else I am fucked. What you want. <laughs> and I highly encourage you to do that. So funny, because, you know, before podcasting, there were other internet audio formats there were like live internet radio stations stuff like that they i mean i worked for one as a matter of fact and uh no one listened to that shit it just it didn't catch on so many companies tried to make internet radio work like you know like str- it was basically just like a real radio station but on the internet or you know but maybe talk radio or something no one no one cracked it. I, I think the company that's probably doing the best right now in that realm is Sirius, right? And they didn't even, they didn't even really start off as an internet company. They started off as the satellite radio company, but now everyone has their stupid phones. They, you, you don't even need the satellites up in the sky, right? Just, just use your internet connection. And they've got, you know, whatever, 300 different channels, all sorts of different music and talk radio and stuff like that. Even though they're successful, I mean, they, they rake in millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever. Spotify and Apple Music, they've got their own, like, playlists. If you, you want to just discover new music, you can just hit up a, a playlist or they have radio stations, too, kind of. Plus, you know, Sirius just bought Pandora, which is an internet radio thing. So what are we talking about? I don't, because oh, I, got I think that is the strength of DV. That, ha- that is what has been fucking my thing. That's what, that has what? Wow! I've been listening for over a decade now, and there's you a, still can't form a cohesive fucking sentence. Reason for that, and that's because it is just you doing your own fucking thing. Oh uh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm honestly kind of surprised by how many people have said they like the pre-produced bits the the best, just because I, I feel like I I don't get tons of feedback on that. Damn. Yes. So in regards to you asking what people like about the show, 
here. Um, not how much this will help, but I, it's really hard to separate with everything you do. I feel like the whole show as a package just looks so great to me. You like my big package? So many years. Um, I absolutely love the audio that, that you play. It's probably my, my favorite section. Okay. Um, I, I like when you play ridiculous porn, you talk. Oh, well, hope you like the cum farts today. Crazy people online. Yep. Somebody mentioned the drama that you get in with certain people or like you, you discover just iconic else knows about and <laughs> start following. Oh, I like I like stuff like that. Sucks. I really enjoy topping <laughs> off with the news story. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, your connection is bad, but I'm I'm going to end the call. But I got what you were saying. You like uh, the, the the first segment of the show. Okay. Jimmy Boo, Stumok here, baby. Oh, um, my favorite Canadian. How you asked? What do we like and dislike about DV and all that sort of shit? Um, well, what I like is getting new shows, and what I dislike is when some dickhead fucks up and loads the wrong show into my feed. <laughs> yeah, Timmy Boo fucked up yesterday. The what? It, it never happens unless I don't double check it, right? So yesterday I posted the show and I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and sure enough, I put the link to the wrong show in the you know, in the thing. So people were listening to Tuesday's show again. So this afternoon I fixed it. And uh, if you are a Sideshow member, I apologize for that. Um, if you refresh your feed, you should see that Thursday's show, the correct version, now starts with uh, the words corrected show or correct show in parentheses or brackets. So if you see that as the title, then uh, you know you're going to be downloading uh, the right one. Yes, I'm a fucktard. And thank you, Scumhook, for pointing that out. Jimmy Boo. Yes. Just heard the Monkey Slave episode where you got the photo in from Brad Carter. You probably won't hear this until after New Year's, but what you should do is put your head on his dad and put Lord Douche's head on his mom and then send it back to him. Oh, I see. Yes. Uh, when Brad Carter sent me a um, uh, a care package because he loves me, uh, I don't remember what was in the, this particular one. It may have been stickers or uh, new coins or something. And he slipped in a photo of like him as a child. I think with his, like with his dad or something. And I was like, oh. I didn't realize that's where we were in our relationship. We're sending family photos now to one another. Jimmy Boo, what it do? Rob from Texas here. Um, so I am still trying to catch up on your shows. Uh, it's currently November 4th, and I am on March 9th. So I'm blowing through like four or five shows a day. So I'm behind on voicemails, right? So it's now January. I'm playing a call from November, and the guy who's calling in back in November is back listening to March shows. Anyway, you were talking about Lord Douche on this show. Yes. Um, and it got me thinking that a long, long time ago, um, like last year sometime, 2019, um, me and my wife were listening to your podcast. Um, yes, my wife listened to it too. Nice. And, you know, you said that he was Cuban, that Lord Douche is Cuban. Yeah. And you said like he was using some like, he uses different names that aren't his actual name. Well, he said one, and it got us thinking um, because we know a lot of Cuban people, and uh, we think that Lord Douche's name is Rogelio. So, um, yeah, cool. You'll hmm. tell me if I'm right, or you probably won't. What did you, he's a, you said, what like, did he say? His name was? Like, 
may have guessed this right. No, he may may have gotten close. What did he say? God damn it! Where's my browser? Uh, we think that Lord Douche's name is Rogelio. So, uh, Rogelio? Yeah. No, that is not his name. Cool, you'll tell me if I'm right or you probably won't because he's a sissy bag and doesn't want his info out there. Um, Can you blame him? Anyways, love you, Timmy Boop. Stay gay, faggot. Thank you. Uh, I will do my best. I'm sucking dick out of a dick over here. All right. Uh, thank you all for the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. 206-666. Start a breath-sucking consultancy. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will be back this weekend for uh, another little program. You know, we did uh, an abbreviated show. I think it was on Wednesday. I think on Wednesday we only did like a 20-minute show or something. So I'll probably do another 20 minutes this weekend. Be on the lookout for that. Until then, have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Love. Pain. Frustration. Cougar piss. My emotions are strong and pungent, just like cougar piss. Cougar piss. Why won't you let me love you? All hope is lost. Sad. Cougar piss. I am dead, but wasn't I already? Cougar piss. Somewhere between hairballs and lion shit lies Cougar Piss. The new male fragrance. Get your Cougar Piss tote bag with any $45 Elizabeth Arden purchase. Bye! Have a great Friday, you motherfucker! Maria Athens, signing off. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.